welcome to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. Well, today's guest is a young entrepreneur who's built a business by bringing entrepreneurs and business owners together to build what he calls a business family. Club of United Business, or CUB, is a members-only business community, but unlike some of the traditional men's-only business clubs, it has no gender restrictions, and in fact, it actively encourages female members to engage. Club of United Business CEO Daniel Hackham is our guest today, and I should point out he runs a very successful podcast series as well, so he should be no stranger to interviews. G'day, Daniel. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Justin. Okay. First of all, tell us about Cub. Can anyone join? Well, no, not no, no, not everyone can join. It is a member. It is a members club that's exclusively for entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, so we do mm-hmm. want all entrepreneurs and business owners to join. However, uh, there is a, an acceptance process um, and uh, invitation uh, process that uh, happens before joining. Uh, and that's for a few reasons. One is to uphold our culture and the values of the club. Um, but the other is also uh, to ensure um, diversity within the community, whether that be diversity mm-hmm. in terms of industry, size of business, gender, age even. Um, so... So, uh, yeah, we're definitely a members club for entrepreneurs and business owners. And so where are the actual clubs? I know you've got at least one in Sydney. I'd like, I'd like to understand the, the geographical footprint of where you're based. We've got Sydney Potts Point and in the city. Uh, the city one okay. is on a wonderful location. It's on the top of the Louis Vuitton um, building. So if you look at the Louis Vuitton building on the corner of George uh, and King, uh, on top of it, on top of the old kind of style building is this beautiful glass cube. Uh, that is our new HQ, the Cubs Sydney CBD. Uh, the the mm-hmm. first Cubs in Potts Point, which is a, also a wonderful venue, and Melbourne uh, is on the corner of Collins and Queen Street in, in Melbourne. Um, and we're looking, we've actually got in the process um, of Parramatta and Brisbane, uh, which are our big, okay. our big focuses and our big, uh, our big new expansion. And so, when um, I mean, it's probably hard to work out the timing, but ideally, when are you looking to open Parramatta and Brisbane? Brisbane ASAP. Look, you can never be exact. You can make plans, yeah. um, but you, you know yeah. the stars have to align. You have to have a, a few things in place, including finding the right place, but also finding the right uh, team to to operate it and to run it, the right person to run it, and. And uh, so uh, my, my, my goal is to have Brisbane uh, uh, launched this year um, and, mm-hmm. and Parramatta to be in Q1 of next. Okay. And so, Daniel, how long have you been running Cub for? And where, where did the idea come from? Well, um, I started Cub when I was 23, so seven years, because I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. turning 30 next week or the week after. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, it's weird to say. It's, it's like my whole adult life is... Been, been, cub, been making friends with business owners. But, um, yeah. well, it wasn't so much uh, the idea that I came up with at first. It was the fact that I, I knew I wanted to be, you know, I knew I was an entrepreneur. I felt it in my, in my body. And I, I just always knew I was going to be a business owner. And, and mm. when it came to um, 
to choosing a business, which, which, you know, it was very hard. I couldn't think of what to do. And I wanted to do something very unique. I couldn't think of a business. So I thought of who I would like to serve because, you know, as a business owner, you, I believe anyway, you're, you're serving society and, and the people I wanted to serve were the people I idolized the most who were the, who were the entrepreneurs and business owners and yeah. the concept of business family, um, was very much a combination of, of just my parents, really. My, 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 yes. my, yeah. my old man was, um, a, a very successful businessman and, and my mother is, uh, community. She's, she's Mexican. So family being around and, and food and community is, um, has always been a big part of my life. So I kind of put those two things together and made, made a business family, which was the, that was the founding concept of, of mm-hmm. Cub. Uh, however, as you start a business, you, you actually, you, I, I always, I've always felt that starting is the hardest thing for most people. Once you start, you're, you're on, you're, it's like you're, you're in a canoe and you're on the river and the river's got bends and things in, it just takes you forwards. And, mm. and it's never a straight no, line. No, it's never a straight line. And that's when, uh, you know, with a, a simple concept, which is I wanted to, or idea of, I wanted to serve business owners and a concept of um, a business family. I then just traveling down that path, down that river, I realized, wow, there's a huge gap. And that gap is that people have, I mean, business owners have been benefiting from being part of private community, a part of a private community for, for a long, long time. But these private communities have not, have not at all updated to represent the modern face of Australian business, whether that be, um, uh, in diversity, in innovation of services, in or innovate, or even just getting new furniture, you know they hadn't That's they it. hadn't updated and ethnicity, uh, ethnicity, Et- yeah, yes. Well, so it was only after starting that I realized, okay, that's why that's why we're growing. You know, we're growing because we're needed. This there's no members club for business. There's no business club that that is that does do that has modernized and represents the modern mm. face of Australian business and. And that's definitely what we are. And so, how does Cub work? If I uh, if I want to be a member, what are the advantages of joining something like Cub? Well, I mean, it goes. With, uh, most people could tell you that one of the most powerful things you can, or one of the most important things you can do in your life, in general, for any aspect of your life, is to surround yourself with the right people. You know, and mm. when it comes to business, that does that's that's no different as it is with friends, as it is with um, you know, if you want to be uh, fit, you hang out with a bunch of really fit people, odds are you're going to get fit. Or you want to be the best biologist, you go to the best biology university with all the other best biologists and you're probably going to be better at biology. Yeah. It's the same concept with with business. And and our members benefit by having a, a, an accelerated means and a, a simple means to build uh, relationships with other accomplished business owners. Uh, so rather than typically to have a great network, you have to have a 20 20, 30 years successful career. And only then do you have yes, a good network. And, and you know, but you've yes. already, you've already done it 20, 30 years. You've already made it, but I needed the network at the start when I started, when I was early, not when, I, you know, the first, the first 10 years is when I needed it. And that's what Cub did. It made it easier for people to build relationships um, and, and to build right. that business owners network. And, and by having the right people around you and by having those, those essentially those friends that are, that relate to you in terms of business, you know, that it opens a whole world of opportunity, whether that be new business opportunities, whether that be 
knowledge and advice that, that you get from talking to other business people and even just having friends in the same position as you when it comes to business helps you so much because you're relating to them. You can, you've got all of a sudden. And then they're supporting you. Exactly, because they relate to you. So all of a sudden, you know, they might say, oh my God, I've had the worst month ever like we're not making any sales and then your odds are you've probably had a bad month too because maybe the economy's bad or COVID just hit or whatever it is and then you're like oh thank god I'm not the only one (laughs) you know so it it makes you feel sometimes you can feel a bit crazy as a business owner and being surrounded by others definitely makes you not just feel normal but it makes you feel empowered so Daniel once you become a member of Cub what 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 happens is it all sort of social events and and networking. Talk us, talk us through sort of the the steps of what happens. Um, particularly those that are listening might might be interested and want to join. Well, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a lot of social events, fun experiences, networking things. But but there is a method to the madness, and and that's why Cubs. So that that's why we are the best at at, at uh, we're the we're the best at building relationships between business owners. It's because we've got some we've created a fantastic system, and I'll, I'll share a little bit of it with you, but. Basically, um, as soon as a member um, is accepted and, and joins the club, um, they're assigned a, a, person, a personal um, a membership manager. And that membership manager mm-hmm. um, takes them through their induction. So in their induction, they learn everything they need to know about the club, the culture, the, the laws, the, the services, uh, everything they need to, to feel comfortable on how to use it. And then we find out everything we need to best serve that member, whether that be, uh, or learn about their business, uh, their growth uh, plans and strategies, uh, biggest issues they're currently having, who they wanna meet and why, potential partners, all, all sorts of things. Using that uh, network profile, we call it, we then uh, ensure they, they're connected and meet the most relevant people for themselves in the club. And mm-hmm. that happens in, in a few ways. The first is that their membership manager will action facilitated introductions, create tailored lunches and experiences with, with tailored groups of people that, that would be of high value to each other. But, uh, but there's many other ways. And the first is uh, the, probably the most important is something we call CORE, K-O-R. Uh, which stands for knowledge, opportunities, and relationships. And core are um, uh, changing networking forums that happen throughout the year. So every year we guarantee every member has the opportunity to meet a minimum of 30 other accomplished uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. And the way we do that is every four months, every four months we group the entire membership base into uh, roughly groups of 10. Um, and mm-hmm. those 10 people yep. uh, have been chosen to meet each other. Each group meets three times throughout that four month period, each with a specific purpose. And by the end of that period, they have built some strong relationships with, with fellow entrepreneurs and leaders. So that core is a fantastic way for people to, to meet a, a diverse uh, group of people, people they wouldn't otherwise meet. But there's often situations where members want to meet people they have something in common with. And so we have something for that too, which is called community. So we basically have sub-communities within, within the club um, okay. that help members meet people that, uh, w- whether it be their industry, their demographic, or even interests, to help them meet others similar. So, you know, we have a young members community, a business women's community, construction, marketing, investor community, um, golf, wine, uh, and members can join these communities all through our Cub app. So we've got our own social media. They can join these communities. They can view everybody else in them. They can contact everybody at once or individually. And all these uh, communities have regular 
gatherings, meetings, and events that are specially designed for those members as well. So right. in addition to that, they got the app, like I mentioned, that gives them full access to every member that can search the, you know, you need someone to do your fit out, you're moving offices, you can search all the fit out companies at Cub uh, and, and you can contact them. What, the members? Yeah, yeah okay. search, contact them. You can post to the entire communities to seek the support from everybody. Uh, and members are posting, you know, a, a lot, hey, I need this service. A lot of members are posting, hey, I need some advice. Can someone help me with this? Or, you know, I'm, I'm selling my company for the first time. I'd love to talk to someone that, that has done that. So Does, you know, needs a good lawyer in yeah. transactions or... And is, and do you find that in that sort of closed club community that a lot of business is being done from member to member? Of course it is. I mean, it's just by nature that you, you do business with people you trust and who are great at what they yes. do. And yep. at Cub, you build a lot of trust between people, but you also have the communal trust that we're part of the same club, we're part of the same community, uh, and we've been inducted into the in, in, in we understand the culture of the place we understand that we're supposed to be looking out for each other and doing what's best for each other as all business should be but here at cub you you have a lot more trust between the people you're working with and because they're making friends with each other um, and members are introducing each other uh, as well to, to you know to other people they know uh, a lot of business happens we do have a, a we do have a no hard sales policy at cub so we don't yes, want members walking yep. around trying to sell to people and if people say i'm coming because i'm looking for clients we we we, there's no way we're inviting them to join um, because yeah. that's not what it's about. It's about building relationships. The thing about relationships is once you have them, <laughs> you end up with a lot of clients, uh, but you also end up with a lot of other benefits. Is it one of those things, Daniel, being in a membership like that where you get out of it what you put into it? So if you know if if you do go to all the networking events and you do make an effort to meet new people that magically you know the network effect happens and all of a sudden you've got a lot of new contacts and deals start happening 100 percent. i mean it's like anything if i if i'm hungry and i buy a big mac and i don't eat it i'm still going to be hungry you know so you it, it definitely is the same at cub if you if you join and then never get engaged well then you're not going to get the value so you do need to mm. put the effort but that being said unlike mcdonald's cub our team and, and, and their membership manager is measuring their engagement level and ensuring they're going to right. be engaged. But at the end of the day, we, we, our members stay many, many years. And to do that, they need to be regularly engaged. And so our, part of our job is ensuring that every member is engaged. So we, we measure the engagements. If they haven't got enough, we'll create new ones for them um, and invite them. We'll, we'll introduce them to people. So it, it is also part of our job to ensure that you do um, – put in uh, put in effort at cub mm. have any um any of your members gone into business together as a result of being members? oh my god of course they've bought each other's companies really? merged <laughs> they move into each other's offices really? they marry yeah, ma okay. marry each other um, yeah, i swear we even had one member's wife became the marriage celebrant for another member's wedding um mm. all sorts of weird things but 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 i mean business transaction is obviously the most common um uh, sorry, no, it's not. Knowledge sharing is the most common. Mm. Then you get business mm. transaction, and then you've got the big things. We had, we had two members um, wanting to expand. They met at their welcome evening, uh, which is basically yep. their first experience at Cub. Um, yes. They became best friends. Uh, they ended up moving to London uh, to launch their businesses in London together. Um, uh, had it, so they basically accompanied each other as they expanded uh, overseas. You know, you have a lot of. Really nice stories.
um, like that. A lot of members will invest into each other's businesses as well. Um, mm. So, yeah. So often a, a part of why people join business clubs is the, apart from the opportunity, it's the, it's the who. It's, it's the, the people they're likely to meet, to make connections with. Are there any, are there any people of prominence who are, who are members that you, can, that you can mention? Yeah, of course I can. Um, and the answer is that there's lots. We've, we've had members from, uh, that are leaders of, of, of uh, incredible businesses. Uh, for example, uh, Jane Liu uh, from Shopo, who's, who's been the, who was a founding member of Cub. Jeremy Cabral from Finder.com. Um, Chris King from Splend. We've had the head of Deliveroo. Um, um, uh, Danny Milham was a member um, when he was in Australia before he moved overseas with Koala Mattresses. Um, mm. um, and, 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 and many other. I mean, you can go on the website and look at a lot of the brands that are involved. Mm. But th- th- those are... I see, I see, <laughs> I see um, Mark Burris is on the well, website. Mark Burris, is, Mark Burris is actually a part owner of Cub. Um, mm. uh, which is a very exciting thing that's wow. that's, that's yeah. happened with the club. Mark, Mark's a massive supporter of Australian business, and obviously I am with with Cub. And so it was just mm. it was a very it was a very good alignment. Simon Cohen from Cohen Handler, um, obviously he's got his TV show now, so he's 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 extremely yeah. well known. There's, there's <laughs> that's a very good. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's great for Sydney. It makes Sydney look beautiful. Mm. But so yeah, no, we, we've got uh, a tr- Lano Lips, Kirsten Carriel from Lano Lips. Lano Lips is one of the most successful. Uh, kind of uh, uh, lip and skincare companies that's come out of Australia. Um, mm. uh, they'll be they'll be here. Uh, um, Karen Beatty, who owns Growth Faculty, she's got one of the one of the um, best and largest kind of education companies. She brings out like Hillary Clinton, the Obamas, George Clooney. She brings out big big names wow. to speak to yep. people. Yeah. Um, ah, there's, there's there's tons of people. You can go on our podcast, catching up with Cub. It's basically a list of amazing people right there. So what about the the feedback from the members i mean what do what do they think of it and how many roughly how many members do you have give us an idea daniel of the of the size and scale of cub well we have 1100 members and to get that to get that big people need to 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 stay (laughs) and if they stay that means that they they they're getting they're getting value from the community so i mean yeah there's some people you know who 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 the community is not for them, or Cub for whatever reason is not for them, and, and that's also completely fine. But no, the large majority of members uh, will be members for many many years, um, and and often if they do leave, it's because you know they they move overseas or they um, hmm. or, or hmm. they have a serious life change. Where like in COVID, there were a few people who literally just moved to the country <laughs> or to Adelaide or out of Sydney, or you know. So there, there, there is that, but no members. What I love about Cub. Is that we don't really have clients. We have like they're kind of I don't want to say advocates, but they are cup. They are they themselves are cup. So they 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 want us to do well. They cheer for us and they help us. Uh, and 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 by helping us, I mean they help us serve them and they help us create something that's going to be even more valuable for them and and for others like them, for other business owners. And I've always felt that that's really special about Cub is that our business is actually our clients. Like you don't join Cub for, for, for myself or the team. We've done a good job and we, we're good at what we do, but you yes. join for the, yes. for, the, for the other members and therefore they are what Cub is and they are who Cub is. And 
And that's always a really interesting, that, that's, I've always enjoyed that dynamic. I don't view people as clients. I view it like I'm serving them and that they're carbon. And my job is to serve carbon to make carbon stronger. What are the physical locations like, Daniel, when you, when you turn up to the, the cub locations? Is it, um, it's, not, it's not like the, the Qantas Club, for example, where there's like food and um, wine and drinks and whatever. It's, it's like professional working space with a, with a funky environment. Paint us a picture. Oh. What, what are the, what are the um, places look well, like? The clubhouses, first of all, they're exceptionally beautiful. If you're a member of a club, we want you to feel special. And when you walk into a clubhouse, you feel, a spe- you feel special because the space is amazing, but you also feel special because of the welcoming you'll receive from our team from our entire team basically and even members you'll probably walk through saying hi to the members that you know as well that that happen to be there at the time our clubhouses are kind of perfectly designed for the modern business owner Uh, it's not a co-working space so it's not their office they've they've got offices yes but but if they uh, they they can use the clubhouses Uh, so the clubhouse sorry is primarily actually a place for our members to meet each other whether that be for our events things we've organized or whether they be they're just catching up with each other but they can also Mm. use the the facilities for um, quarterly meetings to get their team out of the office in our beautiful boardrooms. They can entertain important clients and impress them. They can get away from their staff to focus uh, and not be distracted. It's very, very popular. Um, I'm escaping. Yeah, yeah and, and of course they, they can come in. Also, it's their home in different places. So like if their office isn't in the city and they're in the city, they'll, they'll, they'll stop by a coven. That's their home. Or, or if they go to Melbourne, They've got a home base there if they haven't got an office there yet. Right. So there's just for a couple of hours, log on, yeah, just relax, yeah. chill or out, they'll do some more. Or they'll connect with the Melbourne members. They'll post on the app. Hey, I'm going to be in Melbourne. Would love to. Would love to catch up with some people, and Melbourne members will reply to them, and then they can catch up at the clubhouse, and and uh, yeah, they can have a wine if they want. We have we have uh, some drinks and things there, but we're not really a hospitality venue. Um, but it's all yes. anything needed for networking is is there, and and so. Um, they, they, they can definitely do that, but normally they're having a, a coffee and, and a laugh. What about, what about, how'd you go during COVID? Cause obviously that was a really tough time for everyone everywhere. You know, the entire global economy shut down, uh, be keen to know how you sort of survived that experience, got through it. And what were some of those experiences like? Well, I was, I always had a theory that cub was recession proof. And I, my theory was that because when things are bad is when you need people the most and you need community the most. Uh, what I wasn't expecting was the physical actual lockdown where we can't, I mean, our full-time job is basically bringing people together in person. And so the lockdown was a bit of a shock. Although mm. there were, um, I mean, we, we did have, we were successful because we pivoted so well. We did everything we do, but we did it digital and we increased our uh, membership management. So we increased the contact that we were having with each member and, and actioning, uh, f- facilitating strategic introductions for them. And, and, give, and we also pivoted all our events to be about how to survive this, how to access government money, how to do, you know, we, 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 t- we basically did everything we could to support them through that period. And we also found that we had, I mean, 2020 was our largest year of growth to date at that point in, really? at that point in time anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. And, 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 and a lot of those members joined only on the digital product. There was no physical, we had members in Melbourne who didn't even see the clubhouse for about nine months or meet the team in person. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. So, I mean, the, the, and why do you think that was just a few reasons? And, no, yes. well, a, yeah. 
it kind of became the only way that you were able to meet new new business people mm. and, and do business mm. development if, if you know if you, because you needed to but it was also the best way to seek guidance um and share what's happening in your business uh, and to hear what other people are doing to survive and so there was a huge yes. amount of knowledge share and people were joining because they wanted connection a lot of people don't, don't forget 2020 people were also bored at home they, they it was a novelty to be on zoom um, people were excited to do their networking on zoom i mean networking on zoom is nowhere near as good as networking in person i can guarantee no, you that it, i no. hate it <laughs> and i'm sure a lot of members do now Not as well but it's but true. at the time it was fine um and and so they, they, that was the reason there was no other way I, they, they when, when when we were out of lockdown there was there's you know, there's different ways that you're able to meet new people within lockdown. Mm. It basically just became okay, cup like that. That's how I can do it. And then the obviously benefits of new business was happening, um, and and the huge amount of knowledge share and the tailored events that we were having for them. And we even did other things like we gave we we notified members of everyone that lived like Melbourne had a five k radius or something like that. So. The team in Melbourne, without me knowing this, I only found this after, but the team in Melbourne gave every member, the people that were five kilometres, lived in a five kilometre radius of each other. And so they all ended up, they started going for walks together and catching up and, and becoming very great friends and talking about the business and their experience. And so we we're doing lots of things to bring, any way we could bring them together, um, mm. we were doing that. And, and, you know, it was really good because... Um, um, a lot of the things we did then, we still do today. Um, uh, and they've just added, obviously, to in person is much better. I, that's what I like. Um, but we still, we have a lot of digital elements. We fast-track our app. So our social media got yes. fast-tracked because yes. of COVID. That, mm -hmm. That's one of the most successful things we've ever done. Uh, we have digital conversations now where members um, basically – uh, it's kind of like a live podcast. They come on Zoom, you know, 20 to 40 other members will will join and they're basically just sharing an area of expertise that they have with the community in a live conversation. So um, so that, that those still happen. There's two of those a week now. Um, they're still going. So okay. there are a lot of benefits to it. Well, you've got your finger on the pulse um, for what's happening out there in the business world. What, what are some of the pain points that the business owners are telling you that they're currently facing now that COVID is hopefully in the rear vision mirror, at least a little bit? Um, well, the, the, it, mostly staffing. Staffing is the biggest issue. Staffing. Right? Yeah. What, hiring hiring? No, it's staff? a combination. Keep, keeping staff? Yeah, so 80-something so percent of our members, I think it was 86% of our members are currently hiring. And there's a massive yes. labor shortage. So that in itself mm. is causing a huge, huge issue. Um, mm. um, staff, uh, people leaving jobs is also another issue. A lot of people are leaving jobs to rebase themselves, you know, to get a new base salary. Um, or a lot of people mm. are, are changing industries entirely because the industry has just been too hard throughout COVID um, or, other, or, okay. or other industries are paying more. Um, and then the other big staffing issue people are having is work from home. Um, Yes. And balancing that, I know you've got. So, I know you've got some thoughts on working. I think from working home. from home is horrible. I, I can't imagine why anyone would want to work from home unless you had to, you know, for a specific reason to do with your life. I, I yeah. you know, I, I don't know what they could be, but they, they, I'm sure there are some. But I hate working from home. I, I worked from home the other day, and I came to the office. I actually put in our group chat. I said, "This was the shittest day I've ever had. I'm never doing this again. I'm, <laughs> fine. I'm going straight in the office. So I'm going to stay there." But that's it. But um, but um. No, not all our members agree with me. That's definitely not their sentiment. But yes. but people yeah. are struggling with it because 
people are um, not sure. So, so I can't remember the actual stat, but it was a very high percentage of members have said working from home has severely impacted their culture of their company and team. Um, a lot mm -hmm. of members, uh, almost all members unanimously, almost, it was like 90% of them, um, believe now in flexibility uh, dependent on the person. So, you know, having yes. some sort of flexibility with, with home and work, but, but, uh, but a large majority uh, definitely, as, unless they had... Um, unless they already had working home policies in place uh, before COVID, a large majority definitely are, prefer, are seeming mm. to prefer people in the office, particularly uh, businesses with staff with over ten staff. So one thing we found is smaller businesses don't seem to mind working from home, and some of the feedback we've received is that because if you if you only have three staff, well, you can stay very well in contact on top of and speaking to and manage them yes. very well. Yes. Yeah, if you have yes. 10, 15, 20, 40, 50, 60, yeah, you, you lose that contact. But you also lose that staff's, I guess, closeness to you. You're not as close to all the mm. team um, just because there's too many. And therefore, that um, that maybe there's less trust. I don't know. what I, I don't want to comment on people's things. But this is what our stats are telling us. Um, but I think work from home is great for small business because it's given small business the opportunity to start without with a lower cost, with no office. You know, yes. And that's that's acceptable yes. now. That's fine. That that if anything, people like that. And it also makes them more competitive to get good talent when they're smaller. They can say, "Oh, look, you can work from home." Um, and so the mm. business is more desirable for for maybe some talent that does like to work from home. Although, from what I'm seeing, most most people I'm talking to actually want to come back into the offices. Um, yes. Um, but but and, maybe, maybe a mix. It, yeah, but it, it does give them that advantage, and it also means that they can start their business with a much lower uh, overhead, with a much lower cost. So I think work from home is going to be tremendously uh, – it's going to fuel a lot of new businesses, and new businesses become big businesses. And and mm. so I think it's going to have a, tr a great effect. I think it's a great thing for, for Australian business. I do think bigger businesses want to get back in the office, and I, can, I, and I, mm. I, I relate and understand why. I don't relate actually because we are back in the office. <laughs> yeah. You, you are yeah, in the yeah. office now. What about what are the the plans ahead, Daniel? Um, so you're, you're in many locations in Australia with with plans to expand. What about going globally? Is that on the radar at all? It's not on the radar now. No, my 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 vision for Cub is to be Australia's brand and community for entrepreneurs and business owners. And right now, I love mm -hmm. serving Australian business owners and Australian entrepreneurs. Um, um, and and the, and 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 right now, obviously, Cub is a premium brand, and um, it's it's it, it, it the services are best designed for a, quite accomplished or more established business owners. But by no means is that the only people we serve as a brand and, and do I want to serve. Uh, I want to serve all business owners. And so we're actually uh, going to be launching very soon. Um, uh, I can't talk too much about it, actually. I just realized, uh, and you would know this because you're a PR agent, <laughs> but, 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 um, but we're going to be having um, a product and being in the technology space as well that's going uh, to provide uh, all Australian business owners uh, the essential need of community between each other uh, and the ability to stay in the loop of each other. Um, and uh, uh, well, watch watch this space. Watch that space. Say. And for Cub, for Cub, we just need to be in more places now. We've got Parramatta and Brisbane uh, coming very soon, but we're also looking at South South Yarra and Melbourne, Canberra, Manly, Wollongong, Cronulla, Adelaide, Perth. Um, so we've got we've got the plans for for all of them. Um, 
And I would imagine over the next five years, uh, Cub will will be in every major. uh, Eh, fuck five years. Five years is too long. Three years. Let's 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 fast track it. Cub will be in every major um, business hub and center in Australia, uh, providing uh, basically creating a connected, uh, kind of an interconnected community of Australian entrepreneurs that spans the country, um, all of whom have Cub in common and uh, you know are willing to assist each other if 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 they can. Um, so that's it. Our, our vision is, like I said, to build a, an iconic Australian brand that that celebrates Australian entrepreneurship, um, and uh, and to build um, and, and to build the the best the best and the biggest community of Australian business owners and entrepreneurs dedicated to helping each other succeed and to making a hugely positive impact uh, on our country and on our society through business. Very, very good. Well, Daniel, we will be tracking your progress with great interest. Thank you very much for coming on to the show today. You've got a great vision there, and we wish you all the very best in the years ahead. Daniel Hackim, Club of United Business CEO, all the very best in the future, and thanks for coming on to the show. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason.